parenting, what a responsibility. Many would agree that it has its ups and its downs. And maybe I can't speak for everyone, but I know my own parenting experience seems to have a lot more ups than it does downs. This episode, I am stoked to bring Crystal on the show, a mom of four young children. She brings incredible perspective when it comes to teaching your children to develop a growth mindset, including ensuring your own growth mindset and helping your kids recognize their progress and teaching them to be proud of themselves for their growth mindset achievements. Even if you aren't a parent, she shares how aiding others in growth mindset development doesn't need to be a parent-only endeavor. Stay tuned. It will be worth your time. Thus far, in the quick three months the show has been in existence, the Growth Mindset Experience podcast has been listened to in 17 countries. When you finish listening to this episode, please leave a five-star review, follow at Growth Mindset XP on Instagram, and share the show with family and friends. We want to spread the knowledge of the Growth Mindset Experience community to anyone across the world who is interested in expanding their growth mindsets in all aspects of life. As we all know the power of what having a growth mindset can have, we also know the more growth mindset individuals our world can produce, the more the entire world is blessed as a result. Welcome to the Growth Mindset Experience Podcast. Here we are inspired to expand our growth mindsets in every aspect of life by creating a community where everyone learns growth mindset from everyone. This is done by examining the growth mindsets of both historical figures and everyday people. We now enter the Growth Mindset Experience. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode 18. We're moving right along, and it's because of the amazing people who are willing to get on the show and share their growth mindset experiences with everyone else, and that's exactly what's going on today. So we have Crystal from Minnesota with us today, sharing her growth mindset with the lens of parenting, and so this is going to be an awesome episode. Crystal and her husband, they are parents to four kids. And they range from 10 years old down to just over one year old. And although they would never say that they are perfect in their parenting, they do work really hard to instill a growth mindset mentality in each of their kids. And you're going to see that in this episode as we interview Crystal. Crystal, how are you doing? First of all, I haven't even asked yet. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being on. Would you say that all four of your kids need the same amount of emphasis when it comes to teaching them to have a growth mindset, or is it more that your experience is different for each kid? I would definitely say without a doubt that it is different for each kid. I have a couple of kids who seem to just have a naturally great growth mindset, and maybe one or two that need like a shove into the growth mindset mentality. So it is 100% different with each kid. So I imagine at times that can be incredibly frustrating. Yes. What does having a growth mindset mean to you? Having a growth mindset to me means that I believe I can become better through hard work and effort and by persevering 
I'm not always great at this, but having a growth mindset means that I would use my failures as stepping stones and necessary growth as opposed to hindering my growth. From conversations that I've had with you, and honestly, even if I've never had a conversation with you, except for this interview, I can tell by the way that you're describing a growth mindset that you're familiar with what it is. Is that something that you've always been familiar with? Or was there a time when it kind of clicked with you and you and you knew like, hey, this is who I want to be. This is the kind of mindset that I want to have. I would say I learned about growth mindset in particular about two summers ago. There was a, a specific course that my husband and I signed up for, and it has nothing to do with growth mindset. But the first module in the course taught about growth mindset and how our fixed mindsets and limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves can hinder us from achieving ultimately the things that we want to achieve. And when he was going off about limiting beliefs and a fixed mindset, it was really, that was really clicking with me. I was like, this is me, this is me. And I'm not okay with that, right? And we've always tried to instill a positive mindset with our kids, but learning specifically about a growth mindset, it it really clicked for me over the course of finishing that particular module in that training, because I identified with the side that I did not like. And so it's important to me that I continue to work on changing that. So much of having a growth mindset isn't just learning new things, but it's actually applying the things that you learn. And you're just a really good example of that. So before we talked about how incredibly frustrating it might be to have to teach your kids in different ways how to instill a growth mindset. And obviously anyone who's a parent or who has been on an airplane with a parent with a screaming child knows that parenting isn't easy, right? They know that there's going to be challenges. With those challenges, there's a lot of rewarding aspects as well. So to you, and I know that this will be different for everybody, but to you, what is some of the most rewarding aspects when it comes to parenting? I think one of the most rewarding aspects is watching my kids try things when they are afraid. I admire that quality within, I feel like a lot of children kind of possess that. They're totally willing to try things. Even when they're afraid, they just kind of push through it a little bit. I specifically am not great at letting go of my fears and trying new things. So when I see my kids do that, like it feels really rewarding. I would say that's one of the most rewarding things as parents and watching them, they fail sometimes, but then they also succeed. So obviously like that joy of success, that means a lot. How much more rewarding is it to watch your kids succeed after they've failed at that same thing before? Oh, so much, so much. We're experiencing this right now. I'm a first grader. She's learning to read and I do not remember it being this hard with my first daughter, but with this specific daughter, just reading with her last year was such a challenge when she was learning all these new things and she struggled. It was hard for her. And so this year we're starting, like when we spell words to each other, you know, like parents do that the other day, I said, Hey, this movie looks kind of S-C-A-R-Y. And she piped up and goes, scary. And I wanted to cry because I was like, oh my gosh, we're doing it. You're a reader. 
So after watching her struggle with that the entire school year last year, we're seeing huge strides and it is so rewarding. It makes all of the frustrations of homework and stuff last year, totally worth it. What is your approach to get that growth mindset mentality instilled in them, even when they're doing hard things? I would say like specifically with this instance last year as a family, our motto became, you don't have to do it perfectly. You just have to try. And I even (laughs) emailed her teachers and was like, Hey, this is the approach we're taking at home. She is such a perfectionist that she will not sound out words out loud because she does not want to mess up even though you can see the wheels turning. So our approach was to just like, it takes a village, right? So we grabbed our village and we were like, this is how we are going to tackle this at home. I would drop her off at school and I would say, remember, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to try. And her big sister would say it to her. Her teachers would say it to her. She had like a para, her, her gen ed teacher, her para would would say it to her. And we would also ask her when she did achieve something, are you proud of yourself? We tried really hard as a team to not put our pride on her. Like, we are so proud of you. Like there's a time and a place for that. But with this particular child, we needed her to like feel that validation from herself and that pride. And so we, that was another big thing. Like, are you proud of yourself? You have worked so hard. You should definitely be proud of yourself. You kept trying and you achieved this and you you should feel proud right now. That goes right along with something that I think is super important when it comes to valuing effort and not outcome. If we valued outcome, anytime she struggled, she's just going to go back to that perfection itself and be like, Oh, well, if I can't get it perfect because the outcome's what matters, then it's, it's not even worth trying. But then when you value that effort, then it becomes like, Oh, all I have to do is provide the effort. And then over time I can accomplish things and then I can be proud of myself. Absolutely. My husband and I were discussing this today because I heard, I believe it was your episode with the either he's a medical student or he's a doctor now. He talked about acknowledging the effort instead of the outcome. And it has been like ingrained in me since I listened to that episode. And my husband and I were talking about it today. And he said, well, what does that mean? Does everyone, let's like give everyone a trophy type of thing. And I'm not about that. Sometimes there's winners and sometimes there's losers. And I said, well, absolutely. There's always a consequence, right? I gave the example of, you know, I don't know if I mentioned, we're kind of like a softball family. That's kind of like the sport our kids have chosen. And that's just what we're doing for right now. And my one daughter has had a couple big tournaments this past summer and state championship games and things like that. And when she gets in the car after the game, whether they win or lose, it's kind of the same routine. Hey, that was a great catch at first. Or that double play you and the pitcher made was incredible. We're acknowledging the effort that was made during the game so that there's things to feel proud of. And a natural consequence is losing or winning, right? You don't have to give everyone a trophy, but you can acknowledge their effort, right? There's already a natural consequence of, but we still lost or yes, we won. And it was exciting as parents. I feel like if we are not acknowledging their efforts, then we're hardly acknowledging them at all. Right. They need that acknowledgement. And I agree with your husband. I, I don't think that we need to live in a, everybody gets a trophy world. 
I think there's value in winning because winning doesn't come easy. And oftentimes an individual or a team has to put in the effort to be able to achieve that outcome. But I think part of the reason why it's important to acknowledge, especially young children, their efforts is because it's just a reinforcement. And, you know, I do want to kind of throw out there too, that I do think the outcome matters. I think that performance matters, but I think that the performance is going to be where you want it to be a lot sooner when you value effort over outcome. Well, yeah, absolutely. And and one thing, I know that we've talked about this before. One of my favorite books is called Grit. Great book. Angela Amazing Duckworth. book. And I absolutely love, she said in that book, for as much as talent counts, effort counts twice. I say that to my kids. None of my kids are the best ones on their teams. None of them. But I bet if you were to specifically my one daughter, if you were to ask her coaches who works the hardest on your team, I have no doubt that they would say her name. And I am not trying to brag, but she is naturally like that. The outcomes do matter because I agree, right? It needs to work so hard and then not receive the outcome that you want. But what matters is that we keep trying because you're not going to win every game. It just doesn't happen. We all have tough losses and that's what makes winning so amazing, right? Or our successes, like that's what makes success so sweet is all of the struggle that it takes to get there. So let's shift gears here a little bit. We've talked a lot about the growth mindset of your kids and instilling that growth mindset in them. And you've shared some specific experiences with it, but how important is it as the adult for you and your husband to be the example of having a growth mindset for your kids to witness? So this question it hit me a little bit hard because as I shared earlier, not to be too vulnerable, I have a very fixed mindset and a very limiting beliefs when it comes to myself. I would not say that I really ever had taken a big risk that I knew I wasn't already going to be good at, right? Like I own a couple businesses. I went to hair school knowing that I would be great at hair. I became a photographer because I had taken pictures and other people outside of the outside validation had told me like, you have a real eye for this. Gave me that boost I needed to know like, Hey, I can already be good at this. So I'm going to give it a shot. So for me, it's super important because these limiting beliefs and the fixed mindset that I have about myself have prevented me from accomplishing so much that I actually know that I'm capable of, right? I've made excuses. And so I'm actively working on changing this in myself, but I refuse to pass this on to my kids. There's many great qualities that I have, but I refuse to pass this on to my kids. And I am making the changes that I need to make. And I think, honestly, my kids would not know this about me. If you went and woke my 10-year-old up right now and said, does your mom have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? She would be like, oh, a growth mindset for sure. Because I just don't even share that part of myself with them because it's that important to me that how I have been does not affect them and their future and what they believe about themselves. I read something that said, if you're a quitter and you don't follow through, your kids will be quitters and they won't follow through either. So like, fuck up, set the example, right? So I'm trying to do that. I think some people are just naturally born with a growth mindset and they don't even know they have it. They don't even know that it's something that they're naturally good at. That's not my case. 
you asked how important it is and I would say it's it's one of the top 10 things that I want to pass on to my kids to teach them how to not limit themselves with their mind. I admire a lot your willingness to say, okay, I have a fixed mindset too much. I have to change that. And so I'm going to change that. Therefore, my kids will then have that growth mindset and they'll be able to not put limits on themselves and, and they can accomplish anything that they want to accomplish. That's really awesome. I read something in a book the other day. It was actually an audiobook, so I was listening to it. The author explained this. She was talking about these limiting beliefs, right? So I'm trying to learn a new skill right now, and what it is is unimportant. But I often find myself being like, I just, I don't think my brain is capable of learning this right now. And she talked about sitting with that, taking that belief, that limiting belief, and, and like talking it out, right? That our brain tries to protect us from failure. And so I've kind of been sitting with these little limiting beliefs that pop up or these negative things like, okay, brain, thank you for trying to protect me right now. But I know that I can learn something new. And even if I fail, it's okay. Thanks for trying to protect me. I've noticed that when I acknowledge it and I'm like, thank you for trying to protect me and for looking out for me, but we're going to, open some new neural pathways here and, and we're going to feel a little overwhelmed, but we're going to learn something new and we can do this. Wow. That's really cool. What was that book? Do you remember? You're already awesome by Allison Faulkner. So last question that I want to ask, how can your growth mindset parenting experience be applicable to anyone? Maybe even those who are not parents or maybe whose kids are grown and out of the house. I think in general, we as individuals really underestimate how far our outreach can be and just how far our influence can reach, right? In my church youth group when I was young, I remember hearing them announce one of the new leaders they were putting in. And at the time, she seemed like she was 95 years old. Like I was like, you have got to be kidding me. This is who's, this is, we're 16 years old. This is who's going to work with us. And now that I think about it, I'm like, she's probably like 68, which is not seem that old anymore. But I was like, geez, she's like 95. This will be real fun. And we had the time of our life with her. And I learned so many life lessons. I mean, it's like 25 years ago now. I learned so many life lessons and learned so many valuable skills from her that I just greatly discounted her because she wasn't in my category you know she wasn't in the same age bracket as we were or she wasn't cool and young and like newly married and like 23 she she had grown kids out of the house and I think sometimes just in general we as people if someone isn't our same age doesn't have kids the same age as us is a different religion we almost discount them or think that we can't affect them and they can't affect us but really like do you have a neighbor? Do you have a friend? Are you an aunt or an uncle? Do you have an aunt or an uncle, brother, sister, son or daughter? Are you a son or daughter, right? Like even if you don't have kids, we just have as individuals limitless potential to reach others, right? So for me, I, I just feel like in general, we especially underestimate our outreach and how much that we can learn from others and they can learn from us. And we just have to stop doing that. This has been a phenomenal discussion. I've really enjoyed it. There is a lot to be gained. There's so much value from the perspective of Crystal. And neither of us are 
here to try and tell you that this is how you have to do growth mindset parenting, but it is an example of how you can do growth mindset parenting. Everyone in the family is making progress with this approach. And so my hope is that you can take some bits or pieces out of Crystal's perspective. Maybe you're inspired in another way with something that she said, but the goal is we should strengthen our families when it comes to having a growth mindset. Because the more growth mindset that we are in our families, then the more that we're going to be able to accomplish and the more ready and prepared we're going to be for whatever lies ahead. And so thank you, Crystal, for being on the show with us. It's been awesome. And to our listeners, thanks for listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to Growth Mindset Parenting, the 18th episode of the Growth Mindset Experience podcast. Feel free to share improvements we can make to the show by messaging at Growth Mindset XP on Instagram. Keep growing. And remember you, my friends, are the Growth Mindset Experience. Thank you.